This is Brian from the soon-to-be champion Skybusters, and you are listening to Josh and Gar on the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix on Spotify. Thank you, soon-to-be champion Brian. It is December 15th, 2020. It is a beautiful Tuesday. This is podcast number 68, podcast number 21 of season 3. Somehow we've made it this far and this long. We appreciate you rocking with us, and it's a time to rock. So, Walters, why don't you just go ahead and rock us right into it, eh, pal? Welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix with your lovely hostesses, Garlic Johnson. We're going to need to take a break here while I change my pants. And Josh Mitchell. Sitting here undefeated in everything I do. Except fantasy football. No, I'm not allowed to handle crayons. <laughs> not after last time. <laughs> not after last time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Garlic and Josh. Thank you, Walters. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as almost always, by your other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to them folks. Oh, nice double thumbs up hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com facebook.com slash hoodpod and anchor.fm slash hoodpod are all the lovely places you can interact with us and we please ask you to we're still on our journey to 100 subs if you could be a friend and tell a friend to subscribe to our youtube page we would appreciate it we're currently at 29 out of a hundy so we are slowly but surely getting towards our goal the segment start times are down in the description below as they always are for all you audio listeners we appreciate you and uh for those of you who want to skip around the segment start times are there for you josh this year or this week we're gonna do something a little bit different um how's your how's your christmas shopping going um garlic i have a wife she does all that for me what well, does your does your wife get herself her own gift yes oh okay well nikita you're a brave woman no, we uh we have started a we started a tradition a couple of years ago where we um do like the stocking stuff or stuff but then we go out and we get ourselves something we go shopping together spend the day together and we buy a smaller or like a medium-sized gift nothing extravagant you know maybe a car or something like that but <laughs> um but yeah so that that's sort of how we handle christmas so then we don't have to stress about each other and we can uh, focus on our family. Uh-huh. Speaking of your family, do you have anyone in your f- family, extended family, whoever, that can sometimes be difficult to shop for? No. No. Not If they're too difficult to shop for, they just don't get a gift. <laughs> well, let's say someone had, let's say someone in their lives had someone that was pretty difficult to shop for. Do you think they should consider giving that person a truly unique, one-of-a-kind, and personal piece of art? uh yeah potentially i could see somebody liking the uh drawing of carmel's dad giving us a thumbs up saying we're not pat mcafee putting that on like a a visor or something a visor like a t-shirt a polo well josh let me tell you so last year speaking you haven't asked me about my christmas shopping but let me tell you last year i was in the situation i was just asking you about i got my aunt for christmas on my dad's side or one of my aunts i should say and she is notorious um for she's notorious among the family for being difficult to get a gift for because she's the kind of person who kind of already has it all you know and so what do you gift what do you get for someone like that like a, a boring starbucks gift card that's not very fun that's not very exciting so 
I was sitting there, you know, struggling with that last year, and then a light bulb went off, and I turned to a close friend who I knew would help me out. Yes, that's right, Josh, Levi Oki. Levi Oki, in a quick and affordable fashion, helped me do what my family thought impossible. I got the person who was who has everything the perfect Christmas gift. Levi crafted the perfect picture of my late grandmother that will be proudly shown in my aunt's home forever. Levi just doesn't do portraits, though. He is capable of so much more. Let me display for you just a bit of his range, Josh. So here you can see on the screen now, just kind of the, we'll go through them one by one so you can get a good picture. But, you know, for those of you out in YouTube land, if you want to take a little screenshot, this is what Levi's capable of. He has quite the range there. The beautiful portrait of my grandma's in the top right. But let's just go through each of these one by one. So, Josh, you'll remember this one. This is a very distinct memory of yours. This is you on the save the date. We did that for the draft two years ago. I took the pictures, but Carl Bear put that beautiful thing together. I mean, pretty, you know, not, nothing too crazy about it, but it's still, you know, Levi is capable of doing something like that. Nice invites or save the dates. A beautiful fan art from last week. Fan favorite. Uh, we got a lot of compliments on this fan art. Here you see pictured the beautiful Arlene Johnson. I mean, look at that just beauty of a woman. That was my Christmas gift to my aunt last year. Again, that's Arlene Johnson pictured with her favorite flower, the gladiola. Um, Levi wanted me to include this. It is a, a picture of uh, a movie or a story or something, I guess I'm not sure, um, but it's from There Will Be Blood. So those of you familiar with There Will Be Blood, that's for you. And then he simply told me this was a depiction of his hate for winter or his hate of winter, rather. So um, that's uh, that's just some of the things Carl Bear is capable of. So Josh, you're probably thinking to yourself at this point, that all sounds great, Gar, but what's it going to cost me? Is that what you're thinking, Josh? How much is he paying you for this advertisement? Josh. Where's just, my cut? <laughs> don't worry about it. After lengthy discussion, we simply couldn't say a single price because each commission can be so wildly different. No pieces of art are the same. So in regards to price, let me be clear. You can get what you pay for, or you get what you pay for, so don't think this will be some $2 holla, all right? Levi's time and talent are worth more than that. However, Levi can really make everything so affordable because he doesn't have all the overhead of some of these fat cats out there. You're not paying for some CEO's private jet. You're not paying for the Caribbean vacation of Janice in accounting. Levi is a tight operation, just a man and his pin, so he can pass all those savings on to you. He's a kind soul. He would never rip anyone off, but the blunt reality is his services are in high demand, and his time and talent are valuable. So whatever price you parties agree to, it has to be worth it for him. So you should get your last-minute Christmas gift commissions in right now. Reach out to Levi Oakey at levioaktree at gmail.com. You can also find his Instagram at Levi Oki Illustration on Instagram. His email in his, is in his bio there if you go check him out. For those of you who are done with Christmas, what about a birthday coming up? An anniversary? Art can be the perfect gift for any occasion. So leave him a email at Levi Oki Illustration on Instagram, levioaktree at gmail.com. Get those commissions in right now for the perfect Christmas gift for your loved ones. Josh, how you what doing? if I want to uh, what if I want to have a drawing of something a little bit more classy, a little bit more um, a little bit more decorative like a flower, but I also want to have a little bit of humor involved. Does he draw anything that has to do with maybe um, a phallus phallus shaped object and flowers? 
You know, Carl Bear is known to have drawn a couple flower dicks in his life. He actually has a very iconic flower dick picture. I can't show you on the pod, but Josh, I would love to show you it in private on his Instagram. You can go see it. It's out there in the public. Um, but I'm sure he would love to draw you your own original flower dick. You'd have to send him a couple pictures of your dick, so maybe you'd have to rent a microscope to take the pictures, but he would love to draw that photo. <laughs> All right, Josh, that was that was uh, our ad for Levi Oki. Get your last-minute Christmas, I, I, uh, last Christmas commissions in right now. It's not too late. Christmas is 10 days away. What do you think, Josh? Should we just hop right into the Fantasy Zone since uh, that was a nice long ad for Levi? Yes, I'm well. How are you? I'm well. Let's get going right into it, Josh. The Fantasy Zone. We'll remind these folks about your sponsors, first of all. Well, since I got bored waiting for you to finish your doozy, <laughs> no better time than now to drink some bubbly. Ooh, is that orange, mango, grapefruit? What kind of bubbly we rocking? Manga. Manga. Nice. I got the old. I'm not done. Oh, I've got multiple sponsors. Ooh. I've also got a very nice boat of pita chips, cinnamon sugar. Nice. And those are, again, Miss Stacy's pita chips? Hell yeah, brother. Uh, I went with no food tonight because uh, we started the pod a little bit late because I was uh, pooping. And uh, I feel like if I apply any more pressure onto my uh, gastrointestinal system, I will have to leave mid-pod. So we're just going to go with a nice, simple, light peach iced tea brought to us by the very beautiful Arizona. Um, And I will be drinking that throughout the pod as it was gifted to me last week and that is can number three for those of you keeping score at home uh we got a 50 dollars raffle going on get your voicemails in get a raffle entry josh any chance you have brian's email pulled up ready for all the listeners listening pleasure i have the other person's email pulled up you can go with that one if you want yeah, we'll give Brian the walk-off since he's the one that uh, carries us. always contributes. But this is from an Alex San Filippo. Filippo. Sorry. Um, but this is what he has to say. I've been searching through a ton of podcasts to find active hosts and just came across your show, The Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. Wanted to reach out to invite you to join Podmatch for free. Podmatch automatically matches ideal podcast guests and hosts together for some interviews. Even if you're not looking for guests, you can sign up to be a guest on other people's podcasts to grow your show. As founder, I want to send you this link, redacted, so you can create a free account. Have a great day. Alex Sanfilippo. Are we getting scammed? Is this the Tinder podcast? He seems so genuine. What do you mean? I mean... I already signed up, so. Wait, did you sign up our podcast? Like, did you sign up as us, or did you just sign up for you? No, to I'm be just the kidding. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't sign us up yet. I figured we could do a live on air uh, <laughs> meeting on that. Um, uh, definitely feels like some sort of scam. Definitely feels like he doesn't know anything about you or me. I'm guessing he just sorted by like upload date and saw that we've posted a podcast in the past thirty years. I- I think he's our biggest fan. I clicked on his website, and all it is is a shrine to us. Oh, really? How do you do? You yeah, look good in the shrine. I don't know. My head's in the cooler. Was Was the shrine commissioned by at Levi Oki Illustration? No. Well, it's probably a shitty shrine then. 
Interesting. <laughs> Are you still looking at his website or what? Yep. All right. Well, while you look at his website, I'll keep the pod moving. I'll read Brian's email. You know, normally Brian's emails come in pretty promptly. He's like Thursday to Saturday kind of guy. This week, it came in late Monday night, Josh. Here's the subject line on a Brian. FF sucks. S-U-X. Hoodlums. So work all year to get a good seed. For the second year in a row, three seed versus six, me versus hammer. On to more important things, I really enjoyed watching Josh play with his mic the first half of the show. Good entertainment. Gar, love the glasses. I'll be watching for you to enter the squared circle on Raw soon. Thanks, Brian. Carl Bear, the Friends' number one sci-fi is was hilarious. Should have hung up without an explanation. Everyone knows that Monica's grandma is on the lease in a rent-controlled building. Nice job, though. The job being an ensemble, excuse me, the show being an ensemble cast is making it fun. Keep up the great work. Love the grum, Brian. Hammer is dead to me. So, Josh, I don't really understand his subject line there. He just puts FF sucks. Do you know why he would why he would put that? Uh, I have a feeling it's because he is inadequate at owning a, f- a fantasy football team. And uh, he are lost. Those, are those pita chips going down, bud? Is that the biggest mouthful in the history of mankind or what? Well, got to limit my intake, so I got to put as many in my mouth as I can. <laughs> Don't want to take a lot of little handfuls because that's a lot. You got to take one big handful because that's only one. Genius. All right, I never I never remember to play the sounder consistently. but You've got mail. Thank you, Brian. Also, you've got voicemail. We got a couple voicemails this week, Josh. What's up, Al here, coming at you for the Arizona Ice Team Mystery Man. Just another thing that uh, you guys have stolen, but uh, here we are. So, uh, Garlic said that it was a wise guy who did it, so it might be Caramel Bear, but I'm thinking not. Walter says he he knows a little something, so kind of led me in the direction of maybe Jack. But then when uh, Garlic said that Nikita requested the address, I was like, nah, it's probably not Jack. So I'm going to go with uh, Alex. Alex sent it. And I don't think he was trying to be a wise man. I think he just got played by the internet gods. I'll catch you later on the Fave 5. Josh, do you know an Alex? Simpson? Yeah, Alex Simpson grew up in the neighborhood. Like, So Audio Al left us that voicemail, but I'm not sure I'm familiar with an Alex. So I really appreciate Alex sending us that. My me, specifically me, the Peach Arizona Ice Tea, but I just don't know if I know who Alex is to properly thank them. You maybe have, you should send. Maybe you should send the decapitated doll head in a cooler full of Kool Aid. <laughs> I should send that, or Alex should send that. Yeah, yeah like as a thank you. No, thank you for, in a very rare moment of sincerity. Josh, if you ever watch Saved by the Bell, I'm going to do a timeout. So you just freeze, okay? Act like this is just a moment between me and the audience right now. Okay, perfect. Good freeze. Audio Al, I greatly appreciate this gift of Arizona peach tea. You're not frozen, Josh. You're ruining the, move, the moment of sincerity. I very much appreciate it. Just know that every moment before this and every moment after this, I'm going to bury you. I'm going to make fun of you. I'm going to belittle you. But for this one second, Alex, you and me, everyone else is not here. I greatly appreciate this gift, and I will cherish every can and every drop. You can time in. You're good, Josh. 
So yeah, this fucking Alex guy, I asked for the Arnold Palmer peach. He just got me the regular peach. He couldn't even get me the right fucking can. Ugh. These people, I'll drink it just because I don't want to waste it, but I mean, this fucking guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have another voicemail, and Brian, you were talking about yawning. Um, he said, Alex was the dude trying to get you guys to subscribe to his cast. I don't, I don't know if I know who that is, Brian. I appreciate it, but we also got another voicemail. Brian, this one's probably going to make you yawn, so feel free to stop listening for like three minutes. Good evening. This is Ben Leahy calling in. Distant cover of cousin of Travis and Trevor with a two-part question for you. First off, if you had to pick, do the Vikings have the best running back, wide receiver, wide receiver combo in the league? We're not looking for just some losers like Devontae Adams carrying the team here. We're looking for a top to bottom with a wide receiver too as well. The best, if not the Vikings, with Cook, Thielen, and Jefferson. Second part, with the recent off-season trade of Diggs away to the Buffalo Bills, Batman. Do you think the Vikings have since won the trade? Justin Jefferson is doing just as admirably in the offense that Diggs did. Do we think we like our chances going forward with Jefferson instead of Diggs? I don't know if I want to respond to this voicemail. How do you feel about it, Josh? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever circus performer that is, just chop it off. Uh, Josh, all right, just to humor him for literally just a second. What do you think? Best running back, wide receiver, wide receiver combo on the same team in a league. Who can beat out the Vikes? Well, apparently seven teams can this year. hey Got him. Why? Why you got to do that? I mean, yeah, they've got top-tier talent in those positions, but if it if it doesn't translate to wins, is it worth it? I mean, everybody rags on the Detroit Lions for wasting the careers of Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson, but when you look at the Vikings, they did the same to Adrian Peterson and Randy Moss. So to, do you have an so answer to you gotta, question? You gotta, I mean, you got to get places in order to be considered the best. They have great talent, yes, I guess. Um, I forget his question. Was it the most talented or the best? Just the, in the NFL right now, who's got the best running back, wide receiver, wide receiver combo? Sure. Now just find a quarterback. No. I, I, no. I'm just kidding. Find a defense. <laughs> You're apparently not listening at all. To answer your question, I'm not sure about the best, Jack. Um, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Cam Akers has only had a couple good games, but if he continues to perform, that's a pretty dynamic duo or trio, I guess. Um, Todd Gurley, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley is also pretty potent. Uh, that's just to name two. I know I had a third one, but oh, uh, Zeke, uh, Mari Cooper and either Michael Gallup or C.D. Lamb, that sounds pretty scary as well. So I don't know if we're top of the league. Um, certainly top 10. I can respect an argument for top 5, but um, there's a couple other ones just off the top of my head since I'll answer your question. And Josh, the Vi- the, did the Vikes win the Diggs trade? I'd say both teams won. I mean... I was, yeah, I was going to say there's no winner in that trade. They both Well, they're both winners. Right. Diggs is the top wide receiver right now. He's got 100 catches. Um, over a thousand yards already. So he's been contributing there. Um, <clears throat> Vikings got Jefferson out of that deal. So, and he's been doing well. Um, and so it just depends on 
you know, I guess how far out you want to look. All right. Yeah. At this moment in time, Diggs is obviously still better. Jefferson is doing great, but could be a flash in the pan. Um, you know, who knows what happens when he's starting to get doubled every year. Once Thielen's gone, Thielen's a little on the older side compared to Jefferson or Diggs. So right now I wouldn't say there's a winner or the loser. Obviously Jefferson looks, Jefferson looks good, but, um, and, um, and that's, you know, and he, and he is a rookie, so there's there's no tape, no tendencies, you know, nothing like that. You do see with running backs, at least, rookies that perform well, and then their second season, they'll come back and they'll get figured out a little bit more. Quarterbacks, even more so, but wide receivers will be interesting to see just because, obviously, they're guarding Thielen like he's the top threat. And if, if that's why Jefferson's getting open and getting all his receptions, then who knows what happens when they adjust. All right, let's keep flying, Josh. Got a couple um, comments here from Jack. Wait, you're not supposed to drink the blue liquid of the Magic 8-Ball? That would explain a lot. So, Jack, shout out to the 8-Ball drinking gang. Also, Jack says, FanDuel, Gar. I accidentally listened to you this week without realizing it. I had all three of your picks in my lineup, Montgomery, Herbert, and Crowder, before swapping out Crowder last minute with his calf injury. Mediocre minds think alike. So... Shout out to Jack. Shout out to Bane Leahy for the beautiful voicemail he left us. And let's keep things rolling, Josh, right into that two-minute drill. And, Josh, like you pointed out, you go first this week, but i got to play this little ditty first. All right, so I'll go first here. Remember, it's whistle, song, whistle, whistle, song, whistle. It's whistle, song, whistle, whistle, song, whistle. And whistle, song, whistle, whistle, song, whistle. Whistle, song, whistle, whistle, song, whistle. A lot of pressure. And here we go. Vikings records equal to the Washington football team in the NFC least over there. Same with the Bears. Um, so that's that's a good good talking point, I guess, if you want to rag on them. Uh, but the big the big big headline for the week is Green Bay's first NFC team to clinch their division. Let's go, Packers! Uh, Steelers are going to free fall. Sorry, Titan, but they're going to lose out, including to the Bengals next week. Um, that's just my bold prediction. Uh, that's a joke, by the way. Aaron Rodgers, I think he has successfully surpassed Patrick Mahomes as a league lead for MVP. Um, Diggs is the first 100 catches, as I alluded to earlier. And as everyone predicted, Gar, Travis Kelsey for the Kansas City Chiefs is the league's top wide receiver. Currently leading the league in yardage. Um, good for him. Good for you, Travis Kelsey. All right, on to bigger and better, more important things. The Rams maybe finally got over that Super Bowl loss by creaming the Patriots last Thursday. It was like 24-3 to or something like that in the end. Hoofda, Sean McVay was fired up on that sideline. You love to see it. A young guy who's, you know, spawned off so many other careers of his coffee boys and whoever else, like Zach Taylor, who will now have coaching head coaching jobs in the NFL. Miami had everybody in Kansas City scared for at least a quarter. Miami goes up 14-0. I'm pretty sure Patrick Mahomes had two picks in the first quarter, three for the whole game. Holy cow. To the Stooges saying Dan Bailey is the reason we lost and we should cut him. You're idiots. Obviously, we could have just scored more touchdowns, played better on defense. Dan Bailey's probably not going anywhere. So quit your crying. We're a bad team. 
I'm glad we lost. Let's, how you doing? Keep it moving. All right, and I go for a second time, so let's just keep a cranking, Josh. Out in the West, my AFC West babies are playing again. I hate it when they fight. As a parent, it hurts my insides, but sometimes you just gotta let them duke it out to see whose cuisine will reign supreme. In the Battle of Washington's, can the football team continue their hot streak? The Washington football team takes on Seattle, and that's an intriguing matchup. The defense is playing good, Alex Smith is playing lights out, but Seattle seems to have figured it out too. I am very interested to see where this matchup goes. Lastly, I really, 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 really need Matt Ryan to have a stellar week against Tampa Bay, uh, but my heart tells me that won't happen and my fantasy dreams will be crushed and I will be losing big in the financial department this year. Matt Ryan, please, if anyone out there can just take out the Bucks secondary, I'd pay you at least a dollar. Please. All right, folks, this weekend we have Rogers going for his 50th touchdown pass. That's right. He's going to throw 11 this week. No, I'm just kidding. I think that Rogers is on pace to finish with 50, which for someone in his uh, in his off years is apparently good. Um, Herbie Hancocked and loaded versus Chucky this weekend. Those are two of Garlic's kids um, as they go up against each other. Um, that should be a good matchup there. Bills are going to go on, get their 11th win, something that I'm sure all Patriots fans are happy to hear. Um, and the most important note for this weekend is Minshew's back, baby. The mustache is starting the game. Let's go, Jaguars. Turn that ship around. We're going to win out. And then we're going to go out and we're going to stop people in the play. Draft. They're going to probably draft pretty high, um, but... Minshew's back, and that's all that matters. Let the flow go. Josh, that today might have been your best two back-to-back two-minute drills of the year, I got to say, and which makes it the oh, best of all time in history of forever, too. So, You know what? You know what? I, I mean, my motto is to set the bar low early and often, so when you do perform well, it just, you know, shocks on shock and wow and whatever that phrase is. There's Picard, do you know what time it is? It's fantasy fun time, Josh. There we go. Nice introduction. Now, we start with our grain of salt. How salty are you, you this do, week, Josh? Oh, me? You want me to go first, Josh? Well, uh, the only teams that matter are the teams that are in the playoffs, Josh. And I can tell you that I somehow, some way, went 2-1 and one in the playoffs <laughs> last week. I was the second seed, the third seed, and the fourth seed, respectively, in my league. So no buys for me. My fourth seed, but the team I thought was the best actually ended up losing because all my players just absolutely shit the bed. Very disappointing. However, I got very lucky in my most expensive league, squeaked out the win there, and then everyone in my cheapest league, my work league, just dominated. I had the highest score of the week, which I don't think I'll repeat this week, but it feels good. You just get that much closer to winning money when you win in the playoffs. So, Josh, I went 2-1 and one in the playoffs. I don't think I have a championship team beneath me, but anything is possible. Two more lucky games, and I got a crown on my head, Josh. Pretty sweet salt this week. How about year? Not necessarily as much. I guess and I was 
in the one, I only played one game in the playoffs this week. I had three buys. Um, and so <laughs> I, we lost that one. Um, we didn't just lose. We got embarrassed, um, pantsed in public, dragged her, dragged across the, the quad people taking pictures. It was bad. Um, that was uh, the family league, the one where we somehow managed to win six or seven consecutive to make it to the playoffs. And then we just get one and done. We deserve to get one and done. Um, I also lost in the consolation in deflate these balls, but my big win was advancing in guillotine top three, baby. Nice. You think you think you're going to take it all in guillotine, Josh? I don't know. I feel like there's some collusion going on between uh, Asian Dave and Adia. Well, it's those collusion. Two versus, those two versus me right now. It's 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 going. Jordan got eliminated this past weekend. So that's a, that is a high stakes claim, Josh. Are you are you comfortable really saying collusion? No. <laughs> okay. For one, it's a long word. I don't know how to spell it, so it's kind of hard to be comfortable saying something like that. Um, I do feel like it is odd that the minority and the podcast host are the ones that advance this far. What? Restate that one more time, but in English, so dumb people can understand. Asian Dave and Al, just so happens that they are advancing with me to the finals, and there was 20 people, so I just, I mean, I need to know, Gar. Is this some sort of progressive movement? Was there, I mean, is there anyone, was there any other non-whites in the guillotine league? Jordan. Womo. What, what, what is he? I thought he Cute. was white. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Could, Dave, could. Dave has done well. I mean, um, his team is scary because I believe week 16 is Tennessee at Green Bay and he has Derrick Henry. So first off, first quarter, 200 yards, three touchdowns, because that Green Bay run defense is bad. Um, it's like playing with Legos, but you, you only got like the one pieces. Just, you know, it sucks. The one buys. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right, let's keep it rolling then, Josh. Into the I'm fan, tired. the fan duel, top performers and best values last week. Top performer in the competition last week was Derrick Henry, thirty-five point two points. He's a running back for the Tennessee Titans. Lamar Jackson, quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens, thirty-four point nine two. Baker Mayfield, quarterback for the Brownies, thirty-one point zero two. And Rodgers, thirty point nine. For, uh, he's the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. And then Jonathan Taylor, rookie sensation, maybe potentially breakout game. 29.5 points as a running back for the Indianapolis Colts. Moving on to the best values, Josh. A couple defenses in the top this week. The Washington football team defense, a 5.9 times value on their 23 points last week. The Dallas Cowboys defense, some way, somehow against Cincinnati, 5.1 times value on their 18 points. Miles Sanders, 4.5 times value as a running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. Baker Mayfield, like I already mentioned, 4.4 times value. And Lamar Jackson, also a 4.4 times value. So we've seen this a couple... A couple weeks. If you can pick that right defense, you can be getting lots of value for a low dime amount. Um, who did you like last week, Josh? Were they in your lineup, and how'd they do for you? Um, I had David Montgomery, Mike Williams, and Justin Herbert. All three were in my lineup. 
David Montgomery put up 23, so he was a solid pick. Uh, Mike Williams got hurt on his first target, I believe. So, yay. He got a zero. <laughs> another week. Herbert, yeah, another week with a zero in our in our picks. And then Herbert um, put up 16.72, so not the best, not the worst. Yeah, uh, since Josh has copied my list, kind of. Uh, David Montgomery, 23 points, running back for the Bears. Jameson Crowder, only 1.7 points. I really thought he was going to do more against Seattle. Like Jack mentioned, though, this wide receiver for the Jets had a little calf tightening. And uh, when I give you advice on Tuesday, it's hard to say that that advice is going to carry over till Sunday. So please be smart, although I do know what I'm talking about. Only listen to me ever, despite what the liberal media would say and then i had herbert as well versus atlanta 16.72 as a quarterback for the los angeles chargers this week josh i like josh allen okay we're in the playoffs it's do or die time here it's week 15 josh allen at denver should light it up as a quarterback for the buffalo bills cam Akers, i'm gonna come back to him he's been blowing up running back for the los angeles rams against the jets are you kidding me cam Akers should put up 60 points unless they go up by 40 nothing in the first quarter and then they bench him i like cam Akers this week even in the committee system cam Akers has taken that job and run with it and ty hilton the guy i draft in the redraft league wide receiver for the indianapolis colts apparently only knew how to play good once all my playoff aspirations were done and i dropped him off my team he's been lighting up the last couple weeks he's playing houston their defense is bad philly rivers is playing for his life they need that playoff spot they can still win the division i like ty hilton this week against houston josh who do you like this week I have whichever Carolina running back starts the game between Mike Davis and Chris McCaffrey. Once again, it's one of those uh, um, whoever's starting, whoever gets the call. Um, if Kip McCaffrey's healthy enough to do that, put him in. If not, Mike Davis. Uh, they're playing Green Bay. I already mentioned how their defense is literally being held together by one-by-one one Legos. So um, it should be easy to run on them. I have A.J. Brown versus Detroit and and Tom Brady at Atlanta. Um, I can go ahead and say that the reason for all three of these picks is because the past four weeks, we've had one player get zero points, and I am playing against all three of these in the playoffs. So I'm hoping the trend continues. Big brain some move, might, Josh. Some might say it's a uh, big brain. All right, let's keep it rolling. Let's just take a quick snapshot of that leaderboard. Jesse takes back his first place spot some way, somehow, yet again. 1,772 points, point eight. Vinegar strokes Aaron drops down to just second. He's about nine points behind the Jester. 1763. Jack Mihoff, 2017. He's about 31 points out of first, about 22 points out of second. He's got 1741. Still in one's game. There's uh two more people up in the well, one more real person up in the 17s. Walters is at 1699. Nikita's at 1690. You put together three more great weeks and you're walking away with a lean mean 200 bucks so don't give up just yet folks it's still anyone's game but there are only three weeks left i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure we play through week 17 i'm almost positive uh, anyways josh hidden oaks highlights like i said let's just keep her flying the people are here for the fave five that's what they really really want deep down but we do all this other stuff just for shits and gigs dynasty playoff josh you had the week off last week how are you feeling about your matchup against the three-headed dragon this week well I'm going to lose as is tradition because I believe the last three years I've played Connor in the uh, uh, quarters or the semis and all three years he's trounced me. Uh, two of the three years I finished in third, so I guess there's a silver lining there. But nice. um, I guess if, if 
any year were to be the year that I beat him, it's the one where Zeke has been underperforming and McCaffrey has been banged up. But, you know, McCaffrey's coming back. It's likely he's back, I should say, going up against that Green Bay defense. So I think that he could bench his... Actually, you know what, Connor? Bench your entire team except McCaffrey if he plays, and you'll still win. Guarantee it. (laughs) Guarantee it, he says. This is an interesting one because Connor... Just barely, I shouldn't say just barely, but it came down to Monday night against T, and it was close for a while. Quick shout-out to T. He lost to Connor, who had the outs not playing Christian McCaffrey in the starting lineup. So T, in the playoffs, lost to a guy without a full lineup. That's got to be rough, doesn't it, T? Uh, But that Christian McCaffrey is a very interesting X-Factor, Josh. I'm going to give you the edge for now. You definitely have the higher floor. But if Chubb, Zeke, and CMC have a great week like they're certainly capable of, and I like Josh Allen at Denver, you could be in for another third-place game. Who knows? Uh, do you have any thoughts on the Scrub Lords at Team Carrot, a.k.a. Jalen at Derek? Oh, Derek. Yeah, I mean, Jalen, I've been saying it all, not all year, but I've been saying it the last couple of weeks. He's definitely been more lucky than good this year. I definitely like Derek's chances, but anything's possible. Um, if I had to pick one, I'm picking Josh and I'm picking Derek. But it's the playoffs for the reason. They're in the top four for a reason. It could go anyone's way. And we'll be. it'll be interesting to see who's in that championship game and who sucks. All right, Josh. It's, uh, it's time to talk about the old redraft league. And I got to crank this up a bit before I forget. The old Hidden Oaks Hunger Games, Josh. We lost three. Right, peace. Lost three of our beautiful comrades in the uh, fight against communism. <laughs> the fight against communism. That is correct. We lost Garrett Flint, Bradley Knup. Future champion, Skybusters. <laughs> they all fell on the sword last week. Garrett, Bradley, and Brian. Godspeed in your winner's consolation bracket. Brian, you get the week off. Bradley and Garrett, chance to win two more ping pong balls. Keep her going, but you are dead when it comes to winning stuff. Let the record be shown. I called it three for three. I had Jeremy, I had Hammer, and I had... Who's the third one? Derek? Derek. I think i went oh for three you you didn't you picked uh garrett over hammer yeah or i didn't look at over, his team uh jeremy yeah i didn't look at his team so i didn't know who he had i looked at his team about halfway through sunday and i realized oh god am i dumb yeah but Unf- um yeah unfortunately he he's like um god who is it michael sarah just kind of stumbled into an acting job but he didn't know what he was doing he was like going to go to arby's and he got lost so that's kind of how he was with the playoffs could be uh all right josh so uh, because the canups are dead no lowry's and mountain dew for brad this week we've got the walking tacos playing the sour kareem and tunyon although you haven't had tunyon on our team for quite some time so your team name is a sham and you'll lose because of it but how do you feel well, about- hang on here all right please how do you feel about Derek your matchup has tunyon so i'm just I'm just combining our teams for solidarity. That way we're all winners. Um, as far as my team and its matchups, you know, I haven't had a running back all year, so that's not going to change. So it's really just up to whether or not Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, and Kelvin Ridley can uh, 
each get about 15 catches for 400 yards and three touchdowns apiece. That, that's all it's going to take, huh? Yeah, something like that. Um, I'm going to, I mean, I'm not confident in my matchup. If CMC, so I'm in one of those double edged swords. I have Tyree Kill in this league. I'm going against Tyree Kill in the dynasty. Ooh. Derek has Mike Davis and. Um, Connor has Christian McCaffrey. So it's like, uh, which one, which, which, which shoe do I want to put on that sort of thing? The shoe is on the other shoe, Josh. That's what they say. Um, so you're not confident in your chances. Is that just you like being humble and like hoping that God will bestow on you a victory because you were so humble? Or do you actually think you're probably going to fall to Derek here? I, I do. I do think, cause I got him in the championship in 2018. He's going to get his revenge to get to the championship now. That's it, huh? He's gonna you're gonna put him over, so as they would say in the biz. Yeah, Disney Disney has the rights to his story already, so I already know where the fix is in. All right, Josh. Well, if you're picking Derek, just to keep it interesting, I'll pick you. You've been dominating all year. I like your chances. Even though first place lost in their first game last year, I think you'll go on to the championship and then lose next week. So, Josh, for this week, I'll take you, brother. What about Hammer at Jeremy? We got the noob versus the reigning champ, as you put it. Hammer, the reigning champion, somehow clawed his way up into the bracket and then won his first game. We got rookie Jeremy, who I said was going to be easy money. The guy dropped all chiefs and all rookies at the draft and here he is the number two seed one in a dominating fashion against garrett how do you feel about we damn boys against oh six seven dump pass on two hi and even look at their teams josh we're doing a podcast here it's the top four have a little respect for the players without breaking it down too much you just what it says right above it all you said was high i said tie Oh, okay. Well, that's not going to happen. There's no ties. All right. I do think um, I do think that it's going to be a good game. I think that Jeremy is going to get that W, though, just because you said easy money to fuel his fire. <laughs> oh, I mean, that was for context. I was like, so what kind of draft prep are you doing, Rook? I don't know. I assume he was hustling us, and I didn't buy the fact that he's not done fantasy and he was doing no prep. I didn't buy it, but that because that's what he said. I said easy money, um, so just for context. But... I mean, Hammer surprised a lot of people last year, but Jeremy's team is just, there's a lot. There's a lot that could go right for him and a narrow window for Hammer to get through. I ha- I feel like I have to pick Jeremy. So it's pretty boring, but I'm picking the number one seed and the number two seed to go onto the ship. Um, sounds like no one has any faith in Hammer, but maybe that will fuel his fire. Fun fact, though, last week Hammer called in and was the only trash talker we had, and he won his matchup. I pointed that out to the whole league, said 100% of the people who called in last week won their matchups. Not a single person called in this week to trash talk their uh, their opponent. So, Hammer, if that's the undoing of you, you should have called the podcast, man. I, I, try, I tried to tell you. I tried to share the secret with everyone, and no one listened. So, you hate to see it. Uh, but that's probably enough talk about the... The redraft league. Let's see what else is up. No, like I said, Brian's got the week off. T's got the week off. Oh, Willie, Jesse, Eric, and Jamie. They're all praying they don't lose this week. Because if they lose this week, they're going to be down in the dumpster bowl. And if they lose that, the league punishment will be bestowed upon them. And that's going to be a big yikers for everybody else. All right, Josh. It's that time. The whole reason we have listeners to this podcast, the fan favorite fave five segment how do we feel about the fave five this week josh it requires one of your senses 
Um, it's weird. I haven't been able to smell anything for the last few days, so it's been hard to test. Oh, really? Um, now that I think about it, those chips are pretty plain. Huh. Is that... Uh, <coughs> what do you What do you think's going on there? I don't know. Um, so I... Forgive me if I just don't give anything that seems like it would smell good because I didn't have the time to do the research. Um, as you can see, for those of you watching on uh, the tube, these are the notes I've taken so far. Um, so I have done about as much preparation as I can. You know, and that, and that's, that's all, that's the best you can say about you, Josh. I mean, you like to tell other people that the only, that Tuesday is not the only day they can leave their voicemails for the Fave Five. And you actually knew what the Fave Five list for the entire season was going to be, um, before the podcast season even started. So, I mean, you could have like pre-done all your Fave Fives and you could do them, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And, you know, you could dedicate a little more time to the pod like you expect others to, but. <laughs> He's too deep in thought. Uh, all right, Josh, we got plenty of fan submissions this week. Let's hop right into it with Audio Al's Fave Five. What's up, boys? Fave Five, food aromas. Number five, we'll go with Chinese food. Number four, movie theater popcorn. Not just your, you know, everyday microwave pop. We're going movie theater popcorn. Number three, garlic cheese bread. Basically, anything with garlic in it is just 20 times better. Minus podcasts or whatever. Um, number two, we'll go with chocolate chip cookies. Ooh, in the oven. <laughs> Not a lot beats that, but number one, I feel like this is number one on everyone's. It's bacon. Actually, you know what? We'll go number f- We'll We'll... We'll switch that up. Number five, cookies. Number four, bacon. Number three, bacon. Number two, bacon. And number one, bacon. Who doesn't like bacon? Come on. Oh, that is a compelling argument out of Al there. Josh, how do you feel about the fresh oven cookies and then bacon for the other top five? Is that, should that be everyone's list? And if not, why yeah, are they shows over. Final words. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Audio Al. Uh, movie theater popcorn didn't make my list, but... Oh my god, I've eaten more movie theater popcorn than probably most people have, or will in their lifetime, I should say, and I've already done it. So, we actually got a lovely little voicemail from Jamie this week. Jamie makes a reappearance out of nowhere. Let's see what Jamie's fave five food aromas are. It's a two-parter! Well, guys, it officially happened. I am the losingest loser. This is Jamie Hammer, the saddest member of the Hidden Oaks Football League. Well, better tell you something happy while I'm here. I have lots of opinions about smells of foods, so let me come at you with my fave five list. My number five is wort, which is the kind of precursor to beer, and I love the smell of Andrew and I brewing together. Makes such a nice, toasty, warm smell, and it tells you you're about to get delicious beer in a couple weeks. My next favorite smell is buffalo wings. Usually it's accompanied with the smell of a greasy bar and that makes it just taste all the better. I love it. My next favorite smell is chicken and rice. And it's one of my mom's classic dishes. You come in on a cold winter night and she's got chicken and rice to cooking. Tasty. My next is panikuken for breakfast and the same reasons mentioned before. Can and you my say very that on last the radio? is oh. <laughs> is oh. All right, part 2. Ha, huh, made you wait for it. My first favorite smell of food 
is the Korean barbecued beef called bagogi that we eat for Christmas. It is so tasty. It's got lots of smells in it, you know, mostly sesame seed oil and this delicious thinly sliced beef. Very, very mouth-watering smell. <sighs> that made me feel a little bit better and almost calmed my sadness from being the loser of the league. I like to say that it's my fault. But I don't know. Laura drafted my team. Was it a favor or, or was it the detriment to me? It's hard to say. All I know is next year, I'm really coming back hard, coming back with a vengeance. I'm going to get you. Uh, well, th thank you very much, Jamie, for calling in. Uh, first off, I don't know if I, Josh, how much do you want to hear on the podcast about Jamie and Hammer Bruin? They've already got baby Dylan. Is another baby on the way or what kind of Bruin is she talking about? Um, I think she's talking about beer. Oh, oh my mistake. Have you ever brewed your own beer, Josh? And are you familiar with this? What you say, Mort? I'm, I'm honestly not even sure what the word is. She said, "I have not brewed my own beer because beers belong in the woods." Do you remember eating panakukin? You're really not giving me a lot here this week, Josh. Have you ever eaten panakukin? Are you familiar no. with the smell? No, I'm not. I, I have honestly heard this. I have no idea what any of those things are. Bagogi? You don't know about Bagogi? It's almost nope. like Yabagoya, and you're very familiar with the league. Yabagoya, Yabagoya. <laughs> uh, no, Panakukin actually smells good. There's, it's a very ongoing joke that I don't like Panakukin. It's like a cinnamon egg bake that tastes that I just don't think should go together, but it smells good when you're cooking it. I just don't like to eat it. Uh, Bagogi sounds good. Mort, I'm not familiar with. Buffalo wings, top-notch smell, Jamie. Thank you so much for your call. We hope to get a couple more calls out of you. And also to J actually, never mind. We'll move on to Jeremy first, then I'll say what I was going to say. Jeremy Pribernow left us a beautiful voicemail. Let's see what Jeremy has to say. Is his fave five food aromas. What up, gentlemen? This is your Hidden Oaks neighbor, Jeremy, coming to you with my fave five food aromas. So number five and number four, uh, you probably lump together, but I'm going to split them up just because I can. So number five is uh, hamburgers on the grill, which is just a classic. Um, number four, I'm going to go with steaks on the grill, which is you know probably the best smell during the summertime. Um, however, I'm going to move forward with number three is um, driving by a barbecue restaurant or a steakhouse restaurant at five o'clock in the evening. Smelling that, it gets you every time. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, just It's a traditional um, classic food aroma smell. You can't beat it. And number one is chili in a crock pot. I mean, on a cold uh, weekend day um, before football, walking inside the house, can't beat that smell. Thank you so much, Jeremy. So the first two, we started out with different forms of beef on the grill. Um, definitely going to be a lot of fried beef on people's list. Josh, how do you feel about chili? How do you feel about uh, the other things on his list? I'm just going to go ahead and say ditto so I don't have to do mine. Just going to copy everything he said? All right, repeat yep. his fave five then. Do you, what, what were the five? Hamburgers on the grill, steaks on the grill, um, barbecue restaurant at 5 p.m., um uh oh can you replay the message <laughs> oh josh you're not even paying attention well I guess no you'll, you'll... i mean i was i got those three and then i just forget the most recent ones uh. it's a traditional um classic food aroma smell you can't That's oh, yeah. we... thanksgiving dinner nailed it yeah and then uh the number one was your mom 
I'm not going to talk about my mother's smell on the podcast, Josh, okay? I also would not describe my mother as food. That's disgusting. Let's just keep her rolling here. We got Brian's Fave 5 Food Aromas. Brian, what do you got? Jeremy, thanks for calling. Hi, this is Brian with my Fave 5 for the week. Good food smells was actually harder than I thought. Um, Number five, Gar, don't roll your eyes because I know this really isn't a food, but it is coffee. I just love the smell of coffee. Number four, uh, a turkey being cooked kind of makes the whole house smell good. Number three, uh, warm maple syrup. Yummy. Uh, Number two, um, I just grouped a bunch of stuff together because everything on the grill smells awesome so i just put grilled meat (laughs) and my number one favorite food smell is a bacon 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 bye (laughs) beautiful ending there by brian bacon another top favorite um turkey turkey dinner was in there Oh fuck! See, Josh, I'm doing what you just did. I forget his number. His number five was it? Oh, coffee. So coffee, I would not classify as a food. Obviously, coffee beans being roasted. That is one of the most wonderful smells in the world. I have to say, I've never drank coffee in my whole life. But this, like, I used to, uh, and I still do sometimes, uh, walk through the coffee aisles at grocery stores because the smell is intoxicating um so coffee does smell incredible um i wouldn't count it as a food but fuck it who cares i won't yell at you like i'll yell at josh because i actually like you brian and i don't like josh so or i don't like josh excuse me this guy right over there um so thank you for your fave five list do you have any other thoughts on his list there josh i assume you're a big fan of grilled meats yeah he had a great list you getting ready for your upcoming birthday here jesus or what <laughs> good god uh, no no i'm i'm on my way to the mosh pit <laughs> all right well uh i feel like i every week i have to give levi the walk-off shot just because he's so entertaining so jack you came in late let's see what your fave five food aromas is what up boys calling in <clears throat> once again fashionably late uh intentionally waiting until the podcast starts this time just so that uh I can follow Josh's hope of saying F you to anybody who calls in late. So, fave five, uh, favorite food I think aromas. we should only accept late I would submissions. Go with number five. What was that? I think we should only accept late submissions from now on. No, please, no. Then we're gonna, no, no, just no. I have probably just baked bread. Um, anytime you walk into a house that smells like that, it's phenomenal. Number four, popcorn for me. Number three, uh, probably just like barbecue. Number two, I was going to say coffee, but I felt like that wasn't a food. It was more of a liquid, and I wouldn't want to cheat by sneaking something in a category that doesn't fit, <clears throat> like Game of Thrones being a, a sci-fi TV show. <clears throat> Josh. So number two, I am going to go with freshly baked cookies. Oh, just so good. And number one, bacon. How can you not pick that? I mean, if you could wake up to bacon every single morning, I don't know if there's a person on the planet that wouldn't. Um, that being said, I can't wait for you guys to roast this one, because last week might have been the first time I actually ma- matched up with... Uh, Josh and Gar. So, yeah, that's it. All right, Josh. We all know you like to put a nice little George Foreman by the bed. Set the alarm a little early. Once you wake up, get the George Foreman going. Yeah. Get some nice sizzling bacon going. Go back to sleep for a little bit. And then you wake up to the delicious smell of bacon. That's what everyone wants. Just don't step on the George Foreman. How do you feel about Jack's list, Josh? It it was five food items. (laughs) 
What, Josh, what's going on this week? I thought we were over like the seasonal effect of disorder. You seemed like you were going. Now you're just giving me nothing. The listeners are gaining nothing. You're not giving them any incentive to call in. What's well, going on here? I just... I feel dumb. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> Why do you feel dumb, Josh? Let's talk it out. Well, I'm over here trying to find five different food items to write down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just end up with five of the same thing. I mean, that's no, okay. Just, um, I, I guess I don't have much to add because I didn't know we were supposed to go into detail about things that might possibly be on our own list. Gar. I mean, you could make a passing comment, be like, yeah, I love the smell of, you know, fe- fresh baked bread. My mom used to bake bread. You know what I mean? Just give it I love the smell of food. Thanks, Jack. Thank, thank you very much, Jack. All right. I'm pretty sure this is the last one. Let me just scroll through one more time. Make sure I didn't forget anyone because you would hate to forget. We got Al, Jamie, Jeremy, Brian, Jack. Yep. And then here's the last fave five from Mr. Levi Oki himself. He's Mexican. Keep in mind, extremely very Mexican. So let's see if his list is any different being a not Wonder Bread white individual. Hey, dads, Carmel Bear here with this Fave 5 food smells that aren't actually food. And if you eat these, you probably won't feel good. At number five, we have freshly cut grass. What screams summer more than freshly cut grass, huh? The smell, it's amazing. Better than barbecues. At number four, we have gasoline. It's a little controversial. Some people don't like the smell of it. I personally like it. And if I could drink it, I would. Number three, puppies. Just don't eat puppies. Number two, scented candles. Why do the best scented candles smell like baked goods? It doesn't make any sense. Yankee candles should be put in jail forever. And number one, fabuloso fucking floor cleaner. Why does it smell so good? It smells like candy. It The packaging makes it look like a fucking fruit drink. Why? Do you want me to die? Do you want me to drink it? I will. I promise you. So, uh, and we of- never heard from him again. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, eating freshly cut grass, that was his number five. That's probably not going to kill you. I think as kids, we've all ingested our fair share of grass just dicking around in the in the hidden oaks. Definitely wouldn't recommend the drinking of gasoline, though. Some would uh, say Everclear gets pretty darn close, and your car would actually run better on it, but I wouldn't drink that either. Josh, how do you feel about dog? Um, you've talked about selling Kaya to a Chinese restaurant many times. How do you think that would taste? How would the dishes go over? I mean, it would taste the same because that's what they use, but I'm not going to sell Kaya. Are you sure? You seem like you've been very motivated to sell her many times. Yeah, there are some times, but I mean, they, it, she works out in the end. She eats the flies that come inside in the summer. All right, so thank you very much, Carmel. Obviously not a fave five food aromas, but a very entertaining list nonetheless, and that's why we love you for it, making the people laugh. Josh, it's what everyone really waits for, not hearing everyone else's fave five, but hearing our fave fives, because we are the podcast hosts, and we matter mostest. You got any honorable mentions? I know it appears like you never made a list. Maybe you're just teasing me, but do you have any honorable mentions that didn't make your fave five? (laughs) I'm going to go with, yeah, I have a couple honorable mentions. Bakery bread. Jack mentioned that in his fave five. Um, and then pretzels. You know, when you're at like the stadium or, oh. or at like the mall <laughs> when they're baking the soft pretzels. Oh, yeah. Just if, if I could bottle that up and take a bath in it, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's only an honorable mention. How about you, Gar? Do you have a couple? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, pretzels is a huge one. You're walking around a Northtown Mall, any mall for for that matter, and you're walking past an Auntie Anne's or Auntie Annie's, whatever it is. Good God, do you want to stop and buy them out of their entire stock? The whole mall just smells amazing because of that. Um, coffee made my list. I didn't put it in because it is genuinely one of my favorite smells on the planet, but it's not a food and I don't drink it. I feel like I'd be cheating even though this is just the Fave 5 Smells list, so I couldn't put it in there. And then for me pot roast. I feel like my list was too too much of a meat heavy list but you're coming home to that crock pot with beef, potatoes, carrots, onion, whatever you got brewing up in there pot roast, whatever it is, just gets the whole house going. That slow cook magic. Oh my god I can smell it right now and I'm salivating I've been conditioned So Josh, do you want the walk-off shot this week or not? Um who had it last week? I forget. I think I did. You can have it this week. You got it, pal. So what's your number right. five food aroma? Coming in at number five might be controversial to some because it was so high on everybody else's, but I'm going to go with bacon. I bacon mean, at number five. I feel like we should stop the podcast right now and you should quit, but please defend um, yourself. I, I mean, it's, when I wrote it down entire on my list, it is definitely one of the best smells. It's just I feel like I'm cheating bacon because I haven't had it in forever. Like, I haven't had bacon in a while, so I feel like I'm cheating on it. Um, and so it, it, it should be where I put it, but I'm going to give it number five because of the, 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 old, uh, the old nostril senses haven't picked up an aroma from it in a while. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I respect it. I respect you being honest. Um, everyone's got to put their own little scope on the fave five. So your list is what it is for mine. I'm disappointed. This was not on anyone else's list, but I went with a freshly peeled orange. The orange peels smell amazing. The orange itself smells great. I mean, it's a, it's a fruity smell. It's not, you know, like meat on the grill, which is amazing. And is higher up on my list. Shocker, but freshly peeled oranges just smell incredible. It can smell up the whole house. Anytime I'm peeling an orange at work, the whole office can smell it. I mean, I just love the smell of oranges. And so I went with oranges as my number five. Josh, what do you got at number five? Gar, I'm going to paint you a picture. Can you go ahead and close your eyes? Yes, sir. You, you close your eyes. You, Everybody else who's listening, please close your eyes. Play along. Close your eyes. Walking around. Food courts. You smell something. It's a deep fried smell. Something that <laughs> smells delicious. Maybe a number four favorite food. And you open your eyes. And you see a fountain of cheese. And you see below that fountain of cheese a 10-gallon bucket filled with French fries and tater tots. I'm talking about fresh French fries and tater tots. Hell yeah, Ooh. brother. Number four. <laughs> you, Josh, that was a beautifully weaved um, experience, and I appreciate you for that. I could smell it from the food court freshly especially the fries with good seasoning oh all right right i mean i didn't even want to go into seasoning i mean i might have to do a favorite you know fave five fave french five, fries fave five french but fries yeah. one of my one of my go-to things um and nikita's as well is tot boss at the state fair get the tater tots with the seasoning get some sour cream some little bacon bits <laughs> 
we just got kicked off YouTube. Yeah, that was, that was it. That's the final strike right there. Uh, my number four, Josh, it was on a lot of lists, fresh baked bread. The most iconic of which is easily Subway. You're, you're walking anywhere within three miles of a Subway restaurant. They just got that bread exhaust pointed right at your nostrils somehow, no matter where you're standing. And it's intoxicating. I've also been around. My, mo- my mom isn't a huge like traditional bread baker. She's more of like a banana, you know, a dessert bread baker. And those, you know, smell different than like a normal like white um, baked bread but fresh baked bread especially subway bread even if you argue it's barely bread it's you know basically sugar uh whatever sugar meat holders it smells amazing and i love it that's my number four josh i feel like i don't even need to explain it brisket your number three brisket like how many hours how many hours on this brisket started at nam um no um i don't know if you've ever been down to like the memphis the down south region but you walk down and you walk around memphis you and and there's barbecue joints all around you i i feel like oh gosh what's the guy what's the movie where there he's running and then you like does a little twirl in the center of everything and all happy and, and joyful i feel like i feel like my heaven is going to be a lot like memphis barbecue restaurants that's going to be everywhere there's going to be barbecue brisket there's going to be ribs there's going to be just all right before josh creams in his pants my number three this one's bringing me back to my childhood a little bit of a play i mean you can definitely say this smell applies to the freshly baked cookies but for me it's specifically the smell of melting chocolate so my mother was a huge baker and she still is to this day but specifically when i was a kid growing up with her what no matter what apartment she happened to be in at that time she loved baking whether she's doing some chocolate almond bark for us to dip some pretzels or other things in whether she's making the beautiful peanut butter rice krispies with the chocolate on top oh the smell of that melting chocolate in the oven in the microwave wherever she's doing it just knowing i get to lick that spoon clean out that bowl melting chocolate brings back so many memories i am legitimately salivating just putting the memory in my head melting chocolate my fave three food aroma josh you're number two so i already mentioned pretzels from the uh from the mall in my honorable mention i'm gonna go ahead and go right next door typically in the same exact location i'm gonna go with fresh cinnamon rolls at my number two by god you get some fresh cinnamon rolls i'm gonna nom 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 get some uh what oh my god now i don't even remember the name toby's toby's on your way up north gotta get some of them cinnamon rolls or the caramel rolls I can say I could genuinely say I'm not familiar with Toby's at all, but Josh, it is very. It makes me feel very weird that you mentioned this because literally, as you were saying it, and obviously there's a delay on the stream. Jeremy texted me. He said I forgot about cinnamon rolls. I amended my list to put hamburger and steak together at number five, and put cinnamon rolls slash cinnabon at number four. So I don't know what kind of witchcraft like ESP big dick energy connection you and Jeremy have going, but you genuinely just freaked me out a little bit, and I don't appreciate it. Sorry, Dad. But cinnamon rolls, great, great choice for both Jeremy and for you. Cinnabon, I feel like I get a cavity when I smell it every time, so I couldn't make my list, but it, it is very intoxicating, and I love me a good cinnamon roll. My number two on a lot of people's lists, I didn't want to go generic, so I picked one specific thing, but anything else in this category, 
uh, would apply. Steak on the grill. I mean, you can't beat it. I couldn't put it at number one because depending on how, what you got the steak seasoned with, it can smell a little different. It all smells good, but it kind of depends on the seasoning. That's why I couldn't put it as my number one universal um, fave five or fave smell. But steak on the grill can't beat her. Well, one thing can beat her. Josh, your number one fave food aroma. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say the Hooters Buffet. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, number one on my list is one we've heard many a times. I'm going to go with fresh cookies. I'm not, I mean, yes, the Pillsbury pre-made stuff is delicious, but Nini's Kitchen growing up with the fresh baked chocolate chip cookies. Hell yeah, brother. That's uh, fresh baked Give cookies. Oops, sorry, go ahead. Oh, nope, go on. What were you going to say? I was just say fresh baked cookies are amazing, and I know Nini was one for bacon, or for baking, I should say. Not, maybe she's also known for bacon. I don't know. But she was known for baking up plenty of cookies. So I'm sure, uh, and I'm pretty sure Nikita's a, a decent baker as well. So I'm sure you've had plenty of cookies just penetrating your nostrils over the years. She makes a really mean pumpkin cookie that I, I, I usually don't eat anything pumpkin related. But Nini I or can- Nikita? Nikita. Okay. She doesn't make much chocolate chip cookies. We go the easy route there. We don't do the homemade stuff yet. yet. Okay. Um, but yeah. Anyways, Gar, bottom of the ninth. Tie game. Two outs. You're coming up to plate. Give us the walk off. Josh, I don't want to let you down. Strike three, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to let you down. I can't. I don't have the beautiful way of crafting a picture just like you did. Um, but Josh, bacon. That's all I got to say. Bacon is such a universal smell. I don't care if I haven't smelled it in 10 years. Bacon is an incredible smell. You know what it's going to be. It doesn't matter how it's seasoned. Bacon is bacon, pal. And it's one of the single greatest smells on the planet. Food or grass or linen or whatever. Bacon. That's all I got. Didn't- didn't Lennon get shot? Well, <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> uh, that was our Fave 5. Next week, uh, we got more of a chill Fave 5 list because we do want to uh, be kind and focus on the championship game of the Hidden Oaks. We are going to take the time to fully break down that matchup next week because uh, the two people in the championship game deserve it. So more chill Fave 5 next week. This one's going to be Nintendo Universe characters because we don't want to take away from the championship game. So this one, these are like characters you're going to find in a Mario Kart game, in a you know Super Smash Brothers game. Obviously, you know they've, they've brought in some other properties outside of Nintendo for some of those games so don't say steve from minecraft because that's not a nintendo universe character but you know mario's Link, zelda's donkey kong all, all the favorites How, whoever you can when you think of nintendo your fave five nintendo characters if you can't again you can't come up with five that's fine if you want to leave a voicemail about something else that's fine too but the fave five next week nintendo universe characters josh you got any final words for the folks out there No. Nothing, huh? Any, Go Packers. Any, any words of wisdom for people who are still fighting in the playoffs this week? Venture starters if you're playing me. <laughs> Great advice, Josh. Um, I, I've got just a, a short final word for the folks, and some people might like it, some people might not, but... 
You know, I was talking at the top of the show about Christmas shopping, and for those of you who are done with your Christmas shopping, what about a birthday coming up, huh? An anniversary? Art can be the perfect gift for any occasion. Hammers. Dylan will be one before you know it. Maybe some cute invites for the party or a lovely digital portrait of your perfect one-year-old. Jeremy, you've got like 90 kids at this point. You could do something with them, or maybe you could get some beautiful art or signage for Prib's Pub out back. Hell, if you win this league, you get Levi to draw you sitting on your Hidden Oaks throne with the trophy in hand. Brian, share a memorable photo of you and Brad with Levi of you guys hunting, and you can have that memory captured in a new and fun way forever. Hell, you could even throw the Twinkie on Wheels Mika in there. Josh and Nikita. Your Christmas card was lovely, and I appreciate you sending it. But imagine how much you'll stand out next year against that wall of other Christmas cards with an illustrated card. You'll be the talk of the town, and you won't have to pay whatever upcharge Walgreens photo gave you. You'll just print out whatever Levi sends you. I mean, you can't beat it. So one last plea, whether it's for Christmas or something else, the time is now levioaktree at gmail.com at levioakie illustration on instagram get it going folks be safe COVID's still going on vaccines might be coming but before you get yours please stop the spread hidden oaks overdose at gmail.com facebook.com slash hoodpod anchor.fm slash hoodpod be a friend tell a friend about our youtube channel we'd love to get to a hundy obviously it's not happening this year unless there's some last minute surge of craziness but hopefully we'll get there next year josh should the folks go to sleep or what should they do yeah. Bye. Bye. Go Packers. Esto no es Pat McAfee, pero está bien. I look like Jon Snow in that picture. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Good thing, I guess. You, you look like Santa Claus's uh, little brother. Is that is that a compliment? Santa Claus. Yeah, I mean, Santa Claus brings joy around the world. Of course it's a compliment. Yay, Santa! All right, well, I'm going to go nom 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 thon. Um, maybe play some Rocket League later. Sure. Say hi to the Keatster for me, and I will uh, talk at you later, pal. All right, I'll try not to get eaten by Kaya. Mm, bye. Bye.